0: And you don't need to be an artist to use this unbelievable thing called creative art to heal, to enjoy, to add joy to your life and color. And I, I just I wish this for everybody. Retirement.
1: That's what we're all aiming at, right? But exactly what does that mean? It conjures up visions of endless days of golf, drinks with little umbrellas in them on a tropical beach feet up reading a book. Is that what it's all about? I don't think so. Life would get pretty dull after a while without anything meaningful to do, don't you think? I'm Jackie Deset, and I'm on a mission to discover exactly what life is like beyond retirement. Join me while I chat with people who've already done it, who've retired to something rather than from something. Let's find out together exactly what's waiting for us when we say goodbye to that nine to five. Hi, everyone. Welcome to another episode of Beyond Retirement. Today, I have the pleasure to be joined by faggy Cobry. She started a career with a master's degree in early childhood education, became a teacher, a director, and then a workshop leader for daycare centers and private schools. Through the years, she continued to work in the art and creativity field, and now in her 60s, she's helping women reignite their creativity. Thanks for joining me today, faggy
0: My pleasure.
1: So... I gave a quick summary of your life. I'd uh-huh. like to start off with a little bit more depth about your background, so the listeners can really get a feel for who you are.
0: Can you tell uh-huh. us how you got where you are today? Okay, so um, as I said, I I was a uh, an education person, and I got my I got my master's from a um, a school in in Manhattan called Bank Street. It's called Bank Street College of Education. And it's a very, um, very progressive school. I don't mean progressive in, you know, the way they talk about it politically today. It's progressive in in their education and their educational philosophies, how they, um, uh, you know, how they teach kids, how they allow kids to learn. And I I was very, very taken with their um, philosophies on art. And they're like very anti, um, like, you know, these copycat cookie cutter kind of crafts that are so prevalent all over the place. And um, they're they're not into that. They're into kids doing real art and being creative and and starting with the process, like really kids getting to know their mediums and materials. And I I was very into that as a teacher. That was like my thing. I loved giving kids (coughs) creative art. I just loved seeing what they would come up with. Um, <clears throat> the interesting thing is, like, I, I taught like three-year-olds, I taught four-year-olds, I taught five-year-olds, um, and I used to tell when I when I became a workshop leader, I was, you know, I was a teacher, and then I was a director, and then I I, I left to bring up my kids, um, of which I've had I have six, <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> almost all married except for one of them. But um, I left, and then I I I was doing two things. I became a workshop leader. Um, for schools, they daycare, daycare centers to try to give them the understanding of what art creative art does for kids, as opposed to like moving them away from this cookie coder copycat and trying to teach them how, you know, how good it is for kids developmentally. Um, and then I was also, I was also, I became a, um, a photographer. I was, photography was always an interest of mine and I was, um, I became a high-end photographer, and um, I did that for 25 years. Actually, it was something I was able to do on the side, um, in my home, which is, you know, I can all kinds of funny stories that happen, you know, when you're working out of your home. Um, so I did that. Uh, I was doing that, those kind of things simultaneously, and then um, <clears throat> I discovered internet marketing. I think it was about the year 2006. I'm sorry, I'm just clearing my throat. <clears> throat> And um, I got very interested in internet marketing. And I, um, they, you know, they say the way, just for people that are writers, you can understand this. They'll tell you, if you want to write successfully, write what you know. Um, So this was the kind of thing, if you want to create um, something, an information product or something online, do what you know. And what did I know? I knew art for kids. So I started a website parents and teachers on art for kids that was, you know, how to do art that's developmentally appropriate. And it came to a point where I really didn't know how to market it or how to deal with it. So I started taking courses on, you know, internet marketing, how to do it. And then um, at one point I was taking a course on marketing this, and there was a very wonderful woman there named Marcia Stopa, actually. And she was one of the coaches. And um, she said to me, would you, would you consider starting a site for adults to kind of show them where their blocks came from? Because I'm very into the fact that why we have so many people that say, me, I can't draw a straight line, even with a ruler, I'm not artistic, is because of blocks that happened when they were kids. You know, what happens is that the word artistic kind of becomes synonymous with creative. And if people can't draw, they automatically assume that they're not creative, which is wrong. Number one, you can learn how to draw if you want. Anybody can. Um, in- interestingly enough, I just re- recently I had seen something I had written many, many years ago. Um, we had been doing painting in our house and there was a, a fellow who had found him in a friend's house. He was from the Ukraine back then. And he was... What he did at home was he restored old churches so he did all this beautiful faux painting and he had he had his an assistant working for him and he just i had my boys room what do you want to do you want to do mickey mouse you want to do anything and they wanted a space um theme so this this guy just went and he started drawing he started drawing astronauts and he started doing space and he explained to me in his limited english that in where they were in Russian Ukraine, they learn how to draw the same way they learn math and science. So most people know how to draw there, which is a really fascinating concept because people tend to think that you have to have artist genes to know how to draw. But Definitely. he was telling, he was saying, We learned how to draw. Everybody knows how to draw because they're learning this from a very young age. So that's just very, very interesting as an aside. And people think if they automatically, like nobody thinks if you can't sit down at a piano and bangana Mozart that they just shouldn't be taking lessons or they shouldn't be playing piano if they like it. Right. So it's very interesting the way it became art is for people who really are born with the gift of knowing how to draw. There definitely are people that are like that. So <clears throat> she wanted me to start a website trying to show adults where they they got blocked and how they can get unblocked. So I started doing research on creativity and, um, I started coming up with this, this medium, this practice called mixed media art. And this was like, it was fascinating for me because I, I always loved art. I was the type that I would be in an art supply store and I would be like a liquor, a drunk in a liquor store. But I, didn't know what to do with anything. I wished I could just use those materials and play with the paints, but feeling very frustrated that I didn't know what to do. So I kept coming across this thing, mixed media art. And it was just fascinating to me because it was just a whole combination of um, painting and stamping and collaging and stencils and everything all together. So I started a website, Creativity Reignited. And, And I was always looking for always looking for more um more activities and more types of things to learn and then i at one point i was looking through my library website um for create you know for mixed media books and i came across a book that's called pigments of your imagination it was all about (laughs) alcohol inks and i was like i was like totally in love and i ordered the book from the library then i bought it then i started buying um materials so Alcohol links became a big passion of mine um, as well but I, I you know I have started I really have started be- become, I become like a creativity coach to help people it's women because it's 99.9% of people that are interested in this are women who to t- to take them back to where did they where do they get blocked and how can they get unblocked and you can do it through, through a lot of these mediums and activities that are very non-threatening, um, doodling, abstract painting, like free watercolors, alcohol inks as well, a combination of mixed media. And when people are allowed to go back in there and get, like I read an interesting thing re- recently that said that perfectionists can't enjoy the process because they're just looking at the end result. And this is what what happened to a lot of people when they were younger. Everybody always wanted them to just have that end result, that cute little craft without allowing them to do the process. So I take women back into enjoying the process, learning the process, then learning some skills, and then just developing a creative habit where it just brings more joy and interest. And and I, it's people, uh, my goal is to open people up and to get them started, find the medium that speaks to them. And then there's like millions of ways to go out there through books and courses and websites to, um, to take this further. But this is something that just gives such joy and peace. And, and I find people in our, um, in our midlife I'm still midlife. I'm not old yet. (laughs) People on midlife, they're the ones, they have more time. Either they're retiring or they're on their way to retiring. They have the time to pursue things that they didn't over a very long time. And I mean, during the pandemic, it was huge. People were online taking art classes and courses. And it's just something, I I have a, a woman. So for about five years, I ran a class in my home like a mixed media art in a book type of thing. And when I was first trying trying to start it, I had this book that I had all my art in. It was an art journal. And I met someone who was like a friend of a friend. And I said, oh, I am starting a, an art class in my house for women of our age. She said, oh, me? I can't draw. My mother was a sculptress. Then I opened the book and I showed her the stuff. And she said, oh, you know what? I can do that. You know what? It's a good time of life for me. And she joined. And she recently moved out of the country, and she told me she has expanded now. She's taking like real drawing and painting lessons because she was opened up from the experience of being in my class and getting involved in all these mediums. So I really want to just tell people: if you like art and you, it, it's something that resonates with you, you don't have to know how to draw. You know, you got to go for it. So that's it yes. in a nutshell. <laughs> That's
1: amazing. And while you were talking, I'm busy scribbling down all kinds of little things so that I don't forget them all. Uh I want, I want to go back right at, right at the beginning where you talked about helping people figure out where they were, where they got blocked. Mm -hmm. So, and you said you can do it through all sorts of things, but how, how do you know, how do they know where the block is? Like if they're, they're doodling, they're painting,
0: they're stamping, whatever they're doing right so first what i do you know i've been actually you know putting together because i've been putting together this whole creativity coaching program that you know that i'm starting first of all you have people have to be able to tap into their past experiences so i have what i'm calling a creativity audit you know to try to bring people back to early experiences um what do you remember about your early teachers about your early experiences to also, an interesting thing is to let people tap into what is going on when you um, try to create, because I, interestingly, I, there's different types of art. There's very, very structured. There's a very, very free. And then there's in the middle with free, with some kind of structure, which is what I do. And I have found that, if I'm sometimes left with a, like a blank page and, and, and I don't really know what to do. I, I feel like a sense of panic rising in me. So I will, I walk people through, here's an exercise. What? Like it's all, it's like a mindfulness, you know, mindfulness is very big these days to try to yep. become aware, become aware of what are your feelings? What are your feelings? Do you feel, you know, paint parties are very big also. And, Why You're just following exactly what the teacher does. There's no creativity there. There's definitely some benefit to it because any kind of handwork is beneficial, but it's not creative, and people are so scared to do on their own. They're scared of failure. They're scared of messing up. There's so much self-doubt, and I really try to get people to tap into that. Once people are aware, then they can move on. Then I... Then I'm, then I have people with the different mediums. Let's explore the mediums. Let's do what you were not allowed to do as a child. Then once they, once we go through there, then, okay, good. Now I'm going to give you a little bit more structure. Now let's, let's go in and I'll give you some challenges with this medium. You know, then there's going to be a lot of different parts to it. There's challenges. Then there's a little bit more structure without, I never do, I am making this picture. You have to follow me. Sometimes I will give more of, we're going to do this. What's your spin on it? Um, so this way it kind of takes people through their past, try to tap into it and, and get over it by re-experiencing what they weren't allowed to experience as a child. That's
1: kind of neat. I, uh, I also kind of, uh... Perked up when you talked about perfectionists, you know, not not wanting to do things because you want the end result to be perfect.
0: Right, I'm,
1: right. I'm definitely one of those people, and and I am, yeah. you know, right there with the ones who say that I have no artistic talent. I can't draw. I can't, you know. I'm I'm that person. Right. <laughs> but when I'm faced with a blank piece of paper, the only things that come into my head are the same little doodles I used to do as a kid, and that that's right. all that's all that I can think of. So. I need someone to say, okay, draw this now,
0: or I don't draw anything. Right. But there are ways between just do your own doodles and now draw a tree. There are things in between to help you. Let's see, let me, let's learn different different kinds of doodles. Um, You know, so there are ways to learn certain skills and certain techniques, and then to bring your own creativity to it um and and then it's then it's very very satisfying so you have something like a little bit of a crutch you hear what I'm saying that's that's what I was talking about in terms of the it's almost like anarchy and you know dictatorship (laughs) (laughs) we want democracy we want democratic (laughs) art that's 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 cute (laughs) um so you know that that's what it is it's your if you would have been because there are kids like that there are kids that you know, that are just very, very creative. But if you would have been allowed to just experiment with the materials, I'll I'll tell you a story that happened once. When I was teaching, it was a kindergarten class and I I got this new foreign kid. He actually came from Egypt and he was a very bright kid. He had a very high IQ, um, but he had never done any art. Um, So he went over to the easel and he started painting and he was painting like a three-year-old. He was just... Then, after a few weeks, he started painting like a four-year-old, and then he started painting like a five-year-old. It was fascinating because I was watching him go through the stages. And all of a sudden, because he was being allowed, so when kids are allowed to experience and experiment instead of just taking them right away, let's create something that all the adults will be happy about. Um, Then they're allowed. Then they their freedom, and then they're given more materials it's allowed to blossom. And then, then you wouldn't feel that you wouldn't feel that if you had had the experience of being able to create. So I'm trying to give it back. I'm trying to give it back to people that are interested in getting it back.
1: That sounds wonderful. You, you (laughs) talked about your favorite medium, the, the ink. So
0: let's talk about that a little bit more. What are they and and what do you do with them? Uh, Okay. So, um, Alcohol inks are a medium that it's it's like a little bottle of ink that is, uh, it's in a dye of alcohol, and it works on non-porous surfaces. And um, it's a very, it's not a very controllable medium. So that's, if it's somebody really wants to get over perfectionism, sometimes it can make people feel very, uncomfortable if it's not something that it's not so controllable so it could make them feel very uncomfortable but um there are and there are some artists some really realistic artists have learned how to control them to use very little of it but for the most part people that I work with I'll give like classes on you know off in-person classes I, I just love watching people like they drip and they they watch it expand and it's like, it really brings you back to that playing. And there are ways to contain it, but not, you know, it's, it's just, it's a lot of the fun and a lot of the, you know, the experience and it's a new, it's a new medium for a lot of people too. So um, it's just, you know, especially people that have had experience with a lot of mediums, but I definitely have had women that can't deal with this medium because it's just too uncontrollable for them. You talked about the people who find it very
1: disturbing, the, the women who just can't handle the, uh, the alcohol inks because they're just not controllable. Are, are you doing them, you said, non-porous surface? So is that like um, a piece, a, a pane of glass or something like that? Is that what you would use? It can
0: work on a pane of glass. So the way um, um, the first um, me um background that I use was something called Yupo paper, which is a plasticized paper. Um, I've I've moved over to um Kirkland photo paper, which is from Costco, so it's like the back side of um Kirkland photo paper because it's much cheaper. Um that's what I mainly use, but tiles, tiles are a very good um, place that's to start. Cool. Um, they're yeah. non porous. Aluminum foil, it is non-porous. Anything porous is like a regular piece of paper where you you drip it and it kind of like goes into the paper. The alcohol links kind of sit on top of it and you can blow it, you can blow it with a straw, even though that's not suggested to do too much of it because you don't want to inhale it. And you have a, um, you know, some of these, um, what are they called, the rocket blasters that you use for cleaning camera lenses. There's a lot of very fun ways to use them. And it's, but I see that it has to be um, for people that are really just not looking to create something realistic because you can learn to use that, but you have to have a lot of experience with the alcohol inks. So if somebody is just looking, I want to learn how to make beautiful landscapes. I want to learn how to paint portraits. It's not for them. It's for people who want to play and want to have fun, have people, women have reported to me how it makes them go into a flow state. They just you know play with it but there are there are other mediums as well like even just painting with acrylics my ladies that I had here for 5 years they said there was just something so meditative about just painting with again without worrying about that perfectionistic realistic picture and there are just go look at the museum of modern art go to look at any museum there's so many ways to do art that's not only about getting things realistic Right there are you know, I remember being in the museum years ago. There was just one big black hanky in the museum, <laughs> water, just black. <laughs> hey, I could do that. <laughs> okay, <laughs> you know. So there really are many ways. There are many ways to you know to do art that is not going to cause self doubt and judgment. And you know, I know sometimes it can get people get to a wall. Like now, what? you know, that, you know, that, that's what I'm been creating in my, in, you know, my coaching program, you know, <laughs> so, so going along with that
1: theme um, and you're kind of targeting people in their, you know, midlife retirement age and, and further, what is your ultimate goal with them helping them do what?
0: I actually start off on my website. I have like a little creativity bundle, which starts people off with showing them couple of it gives a couple of videos on the different um, mediums and some exercise sheets and an article explaining the benefit of mental health. They, they could get that on creativityreignited.com. But my what my transformation I want is I want people to number one, develop an outlet, have a way to de stress. Like I have like one of my daughters, she is she says, if she doesn't exercise she goes to the gym. if she doesn't do that, it's very bad for her. She needs to do that. Art can play a similar thing. Art is amazing for depression, for anxiety. There's a whole book that I had read called The Creativity Cure written by two doctors, a husband and wife doctor team, where they um, they just talk about the, the mental health benefits of what you get from it. So I want people to be have, to have something to have a way, to de-stress, to unwind, to develop a creative practice that will give their life more color and interest. That's what I remember feeling when I got into this. It just adds a whole new dimension to your life. It's you know there there's different ways of doing it. People do art journaling. They'll write on top of their books if there's anything that's you know bothering them. But just there's so many ways that you could just go. It's meditative. It's calming. It, you don't need a lot of time. You don't need a lot of space. You can do it 10, 15 minutes a day. You have a, a little thing on your lap with a little case. It doesn't have to be. You don't need a whole art studio. Of course, once you get into it and you want to build an art studio, go right ahead. But it really, it doesn't need much. And it's it's, it's almost like I feel like the quote unquote real artists <clears throat> have taken it for themselves. They've taken such a healing unbelievable thing for people and then it's like not for us peasants (laughs) (laughs) you know it's it's for everybody and you don't need to be an artist to use this unbelievable thing called creative art to heal to enjoy to add joy to your life in color and i i just i wish this for everybody wow that's
1: a a huge marketing statement i i love that (laughs) (laughs) You know, get on, you know, get yeah. on it, on the bandwagon, do your art, improve your whole life, basically. Right. Yeah. Yes. So when you do this with people, do you do it in person at workshops? Do you do it through Zoom? How do you do it? Um,
0: It's a combination. It's a combination. It's through, um, it's through videos and worksheets and, and um, one-on-ones and, you know, m- you know, mini courses. So there's like a whole combination of things. Uh, like I said, this is, you know, I start out by offering people this creativity bundle, but, you know, if anybody's interested in talking further, they're welcome to email me Fagie F-A-I-G-I-E at creativityreignited.com. But But um, it's really, if it's, if somebody's not, hasn't had any exposure to um creative art at all the best of just going to my website and you know downloading this uh creativity bundle um but it's like a whole combination obviously i'm very limited you're very limited when you're working in your own area Mm -hmm. um so this is worldwide i've spoken to people in australia new zealand you know of course canada all over the place and it's something because of the internet it kind of brings the world It shrinks the world in a brings them together. And, you know, I give a lot of one-on-one and encouragement. And um, I just think it's something that if it's something like, hmm, I would love to do that. Some people have no interest art. No, I'll do music. I'll dance, but, you know, but if it's something that resonates with somebody, then it's something you really should, you know, try to unpack.
1: I think you're right. And I think a lot of people say I'm not interested in art because they're scared and because they think that they're not going to be good at it. Right. Right. So on your website, I I'm sorry, I haven't taken a look at it yet. Do you have um, in your, in your getting started intro bundle kind of thing, do you have explanations about all the different mediums and, and how to use them or what to buy if you need it, that sort of thing?
0: Um, I'm not, uh, yeah, so I have, so I cover, yeah, there's like a, a shortish video there on, yeah, there's like doodling and there's painting and there's watercolors. Yes, I'm trying to remember it. Now, yeah, there's, it cho- shows you what material you can start with and and there's a little one on alcohol links as well and, um and yeah, definitely. And if anybody has any questions that, you know, they used to get emails from me with more, you know, more information as you know, as it goes on. And of course, if anybody has anything, questions or anything to add, they just email me and I'm usually available. That's wonderful.
1: <laughs> and going back to your, your family life. Now, you said you've got six kids. Did you introduce them all to art? Are they all uh, um, involved?
0: So, um, no, my, my, um, it's this is very interesting what I had had. So, my two older girls who are both married with families now. Um, years ago, I did, I had a lot of art. So, my older daughter um, took to it and she's still very creative. My second daughter, this, this is a classic thing, she saw what my older daughter was doing because she was older and she became intimidated and really didn't feel that she was capable. Actually, she started joining my adult classes and she took off on it. It was just I I see that that's a very big problem in families when one is more naturally creative, artistic than the other one. And it's a it's kind of a dance to try to show everybody they have their strengths and how they can do. I have my youngest son. He's it's a it's a big joke. He's always joking about art, you know, like, oh, mom, you know, yeah, I'm. don't wait for me. You're coming to do art to the boys' trying too. But um, so I have three girls and three boys. My girls are interested. My boys are not. <laughs> But interestingly, my one of my son in laws sons in law is very into art and very creative. So you know, it's not always that uh, it's only the girls. And
1: do you find very often when you uh, when you introduce someone someone new, one of the uh, one of the older population, do they get excited and then you know back off a little bit,
0: or does their enthusiasm continue usually? How does it work? in general? So it depends. It depends on the person. Because I remember once having a little group here, I invited people in the neighborhood to come see what it was about. I was doing more mixed media. And there was one woman, she was even older than me. She was extremely frustrated. She didn't like all that process stuff. She said, I thought you're going to teach us how to make an apple. (laughs) (laughs) And she was very frustrated. On the other hand, I have the women that were part of my you know group one of them who's is older than me and she said she would tell her husband all the time it's cheaper than therapy (laughs) (laughs) and she loved it you know they definitely did need like a little bit more direction it was you know not some of them the young there was one woman who was she had a little bit more experience with art she was um a little bit freer and she could do her own thing but um I think it really depends on how blocked they are and how much self-doubt they'd had about their uh, skills. And, but I think it can be proven really, because I I give such easy to do activities that, you know, even just painting circles or painting stripes is a very meditative, especially if you learn a little about color, if you learn a little bit about color and like I know with alcohol links, I've said, even if you just drip, if you use a good color scheme, it's going to look beautiful because colors go together. So you learn, and that's definitely one of the things I teach in my course program is just, you learn how to do color and then things just come together. So I, I really think it has to do with a the person. There are some people that take to it. And this is this, this is what I've been looking for all my life. And some people that are Oh no 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 I'm you know sometimes it's a little bit more of a rigid person somebody who can't change can't look at things in a different way so it's a lot of it has to do with the personality of the person that
1: makes perfect sense so figues is there anything <laughs> that you would like to say to the listeners about your program or about creativity and artistic talent in general anything at all
0: I would like to say that this is an, an, amazingly healing thing for you to get into. Please don't let your lack of artistic talent uh, stop you. Um, go to my website, creativity reignited, download the creativity bundle. And if it interests you and emails you get from me interest you, I'd love to work with you. I think it could change your life. I really do. Beautiful. You know, so um, and this I'm not the only one. There's lots of people out there teaching art and, you know, some people just, they just want to learn how to go draw and, and paint. So go for it. You know, that's great. But, you know, but do some kind of art. It really will change your life. Beautiful.
1: Thank you so much for being with me today, faggy I've really enjoyed it. It's, it's something that I haven't really thought about myself. Um, I've seen lots of people taking art classes and doing the little paint nights and that sort of thing. But It hasn't Uh attracted me. And I think now from our conversation, I might just go and download that bundle and see what's going on. Okay.
0: (laughs) Okay, great. Thank you so much for having me. Are you tired of feeling lonely on your health and wellness journey? At Illuminar.ca, you can get access to yoga, fitness, nutrition, and special interest videos and articles. Find friends in our private community forum and say goodbye to going it alone and hello to a vibrant community of women living their next best lives. Sign up today and take the first step towards a healthier you at a-l-u-m-n-o-r.ca today.
1: And that's it for this episode of Beyond Retirement. Thank you so much for hanging out with me. I hope you enjoyed it. To check out the video interviews, please go to my YouTube channel at bit.ly.com forward slash beyond retirement. That's bit.ly dot L-Y forward slash beyond retirement. Be sure to subscribe so you won't miss any new episodes.